Amen. We want to thank the Lord for the privilege of being in his house this morning. And we want to welcome everyone that's here. Uh, thank the Lord for each one that come to God's house this morning. And we had a great Sunday school class this morning. Thank the Lord for that. And as we came down and we're uh, seeing people coming in and we were able to fellowship a little bit and see each one. Just, it just blessed my heart uh, to see everyone that's here this morning. And uh, again, especially to you that are visiting, we just thank God for you. Uh, that you've taken the time and put forth the effort and, uh, that you're here with us this morning. just blesses my heart. I have a scripture on my heart this morning. I'd like to read from the book of uh, 1 Corinthians, uh, 15th chapter, a very familiar scripture, uh, verse 55 uh, through 57. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But get this. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God we've got the victory in the Lord. If you have the Lord, you have the victory. Let's stand this morning for a moment. Let's bow our heads in reverence of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you this morning for the victory. And God, thank you that it's available to everyone. We can all be victorious. But God, thank you that you gave your son Jesus. He died on a cross. He rose from the dead. And he's alive. And that in him is where we have the victory. Uh, God, if there are some here today that don't have Jesus in their soul, we pray, God, that you speak to them with the power of your Holy Spirit. Call them with the gospel this morning. Uh, God, let them realize that they need Jesus and let them realize they can have Jesus. Lord, we'd like to see some folks get saved this morning. God, we pray for that convicting spirit. God, we ask you to bless this service. Give us a powerful spirit this morning. Whatever's being done, singing, preaching, testifying. And God, just help us to worship you and praise you in spirit and in truth this morning. We ask in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated. We'll turn over to the choir. Page 132. <laughs>
77.
I was 100% sure that was going to happen this morning. That whole time we were singing Glory Road, my heart was beating out of my chest, and I just knew. I said, Terry's going to ask me to open up today. And uh, it's kind of funny. I had some scripture where I'd been reading marked in my Bible, and when we got done with Sunday school, I moved my marker to where we were at with Sunday school, and I thought, why'd I do that? I just lost where I was reading at. And uh, as I was sitting up there, God put this scripture on my heart just because I need to share it this morning. Well, we covered that in Sunday school. So um, just one verse here in the ninth chapter of Daniel says, To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him. And I was thinking about um, the songs we sang, Thank God I'm Free and uh, Glory Road. And um, I'm, I thank God I'm free. I thank God I'm going to heaven. But more importantly, I thank God I'm not going to hell. Uh, when I got saved, I, I didn't get saved because I was excited for heaven. I got saved because I didn't want to go to hell. If you're here this morning and you're headed to that place called hell, that could change this morning. God could change that, just like he did for me when I was a six-year-old boy. Um, so I'm just thankful to be here. I'm thankful for the choir. I'm thankful for what I already, already felt. But I'm more excited for what's to come in this service. I think we're going to have a great service uh, if everyone just follows the Lord. So we'll ask at this time for everyone to stand to your feet. We'll ask who has an unspoken prayer request. Hands all over the house. So much to pray for. Who has a spoken request this morning? Yeah, remember that. That's good. Remember Brother Mike's sister. Anybody else? Remember that. Remember that. Yeah, let's really pray for Denny. Brother Cooper taking care of Pleasant View. I'd like to thank the church's prayers for Jordan. He preached that funeral on Thursday, and he just, the Lord used him so powerfully. It was really, really good. Uh, but I left this request with Sunday School, and I'd like to leave it with the church. Um, I'd really like for you to pray for some of the folks that were there that don't know the Lord. Um, I really think there were people there that the Lord was dealing with, and uh, I'd like to, for the, to see them come or hear that they have come. Yeah, amen. That's what got me to an all repentance. You're right. Yeah. 
That's good, Sean. Anybody else? Remember that. If nobody else has anything, we'll ask Kyle Cox to lead us in prayer. We'll ask at this time if anybody has a song or a testimony on your heart. Let's pray for him, church. knew we were going to have to sing this this morning, but I didn't feel like getting up, Brother Terry. But that's okay, because sometimes the Lord lets other people do things to, to give you confirmation what you need to do. And uh, I, I'm so thankful this morning. I guess some of you know it. My last great my last great uncle died this week down at Rock Fork United Baptist Church. And, and as some people say, I, I told some folks, Terry, I said, we had a, they said, how was the funeral? I said, it was a great funeral. He lived for the Lord his whole life. And there was several preachers that preached, and and they said the theme of it was you couldn't have that much love in your heart without God giving that to you. And I appreciate I appreciate God's love this morning. I appreciate just being here. So you pray for us this morning. 
This song asks the question, is there a land such as this? But I know there's a land such as this. Buddy, I've, I've seen about that land, Sean, and I'm glad for that conviction you talked about. Terry, when I was a young boy, if you hadn't have preached and preached and preached, I would have never had that conviction. Thank God he came along in my life and gave me conviction. If God, if God wants you to move this morning, please run to him, because I can run to him now. I've been able to run to him my whole life. You just pray. I'm kind of homesick for a country that I've never seen, where these streets are made of pure gold, a place where no one ever dies, and tears are never Appreciate that song. I 
when I, before uh, we had our altar prayer, I was talking about the mercies of God and how through God's mercies I don't have to go to hell, um, but it's through God's grace I get to go to heaven. Um, so I'm thankful for both God's mercies and God's grace this morning. I, at that funeral on Thursday, I talked about uh, joy a lot, and uh, I feel like this morning I could just feel the joy of God in the church house. Um, it, it just seems like everyone's just so happy. Um, I'm just so thankful for that. It makes me happy seeing other people as happy as they are following the Lord. Does anybody have anything else at all before we turn over to our pastor? If not, I'll turn over to you. Sure is good to be here this morning. A good spirit, I thank God for it, man. Uh, had a good Sunday school. Thank the Lord for that. Uh, glad to be here this morning in worship service. And right from the very first, it's just been sweet. Felt the Lord. And I just I just appreciate what I feel this morning. And uh, glad of everybody cheer. I mentioned already just even seeing people come in. And uh, it just blessed my heart. And I thank God for everybody that's in God's house this morning. And I uh, want you to really pray. We'd like to see somebody come to the Lord this morning. And... Uh, if you have your Bibles and like to read with me, the 16th chapter of First Chronicles is where I uh, feel like reading this morning. I want you to pray very earnestly. And uh, I'll give you just a minute to turn there to First Chronicles 16, starting at verse 1. Okay, First Chronicles 16, 1. So they brought the ark of God and set it in the midst of the tent that David had pitched for it. And they offered burnt offerings, or excuse me, they offered burnt sacrifices and peace offerings unto the Lord. And when David had made an end of offering the burnt offerings and peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord. And he dealt to everyone of Israel, both man and woman, to everyone a loaf of bread and a good piece of flesh and a flagon of wine. And he appointed certain of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord and to record and to thank and to praise the Lord God of Israel. And that mentions the names of those that he, he put in there, but I want to go on down to verse 7 and uh, continue reading a little bit. Then on that day, David delivered first this psalm and uh, I'll just remind you a definition of a psalm. It's a heavenly song. That's what psalm means, heavenly song. So on that day, David delivered first this psalm to thank the Lord into the hand of Asaph and his brethren. <clears throat> Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Now, this is the psalm. Keep Think about this. <clears throat> sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works, glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his face continually. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. Now it goes on. That's as far as I feel like reading. I'd like to use a subject or a text this morning. Uh, it's time to thank the Lord. And now that phrase was in that where I read. You heard it many times, uh, thanking the Lord and praising him. And, uh, and then David gave this psalm uh, to Asaph, uh, especially 
uh, to thank the Lord. And now, uh, Asaph was a, a Levite, and the word Asaph means a gatherer. You know what? We All of us are spiritual Levites. Uh, we're special in God's army and in God's house, and all of us need to be gatherers, and we all need to be uh, singing a song of praise to God and saying, thank you, Lord. And someone might say, well, preacher, I can't sing. Well, I know what that's like. I'm not much of a singer, but I can still sing the song of God from my heart. I've got a song in my heart. If I live for the Lord, uh, then the Holy Spirit uh, will sing that song and the praise of God, and I can say thank you while I'm on my journey. Now, I want to go back uh, a little bit in the Scripture. I want you to pray real hard. Uh, you Bible readers, <coughs> remember, and you can find this back in First uh, Samuel, probably chapter 4. Uh, God's children had not obeyed the Lord like they should, and they went into battle with the Philistines, and the ark of God was taken from them. Now, the ark of God represents the presence and power of God spiritually with the people. It had a great representation. Uh, the ark of God had the mercy seat on it, and the cherubims on uh, that, and inside the ark was some very special things. Uh, the uh, tablets of the commandments were in the ark. Uh, some manna was in the ark. Uh, Aaron's rod that budded, it, it didn't have any natural roots, but it had buds on it. It was alive. And so uh, the ark, uh, that's a great uh, message and all that, uh, even by itself, but the ark of God represented the presence and power of God. And, and so uh, you'll read in the Bible, when Israel was in a battle, especially when it was going real hard uh, and even against them, uh, they'd call and say, bring the ark of God out here closer to us uh, where we can win the battle. And so uh, when they'd do that, and God bless them, so they had respect for the ark of God, but uh, because they'd sinned, uh, God let the Philistines take the ark out of their presence. So let me uh, put it like this. Uh, we've got some presence and power of God in our life if we're God's people uh, but if we sin and we don't respect and honor God and follow his wishes, uh, God will take the power away from us. And so I've had times in my life like that uh, where uh, since I got saved when I was 12 years old, but there have been some areas of time I can look back on in my life uh, that I wasn't following God. I wasn't doing his will. And uh, the time came, God removed uh, the power of God from my life. Now, uh, I was still saved. I still had the Lord in my soul, but I couldn't access that power like I needed to. Uh, well, uh, after a while, and uh, we'll go back uh, here into the 14th chapter. Now, you don't have to go and read it, but uh, we'll go back here into the 14th chapter. Uh, they went to get the ark one time, and uh, they were bringing the ark back, and uh, they had the ark. They had it. Uh, they were uh, using some things down here. They had the ark of God. They had it uh, uh, carried it by uh, some animals and they had it on a cart and it would begin to shake and to move around and this man Uzzah and he wasn't a Levite only the Levites are supposed to handle the ark uh, and so Uzzah uh, he meant well uh, but he reached his hand up uh, to study the ark he's going to do it his way well that wasn't God's uh, rules and so uh, Uzzah died uh, well, it frustrated uh, David and it frustrated Israel. Uh, this man used a uh, good man, but uh, he just uh, took it into his hands to do it his way. Uh, I want to preach this morning. Uh, uh, you can have good intentions, uh, but you can't just do it uh, however suits you. It needs to be God's way. 
and, and so David was frustrated, and so uh, the ark of God hey, it stayed away from Israel a little bit longer. Uh, let me put it this way this morning. If you're not where you need to be with the Lord, uh, and you want to come home, uh, I, I'm telling you what, you need to come God's way. Uh, you can't just uh, fix it and do it to suit yourself. Uh, I, I've tried that, and that just doesn't work. I remember one time uh, when I was just a young man, I was out of fellowship with God, wasn't really uh, doing what I needed to do. I thought, well, I don't want to go to the altar. I, I don't want to embarrass myself. And I thought, I'll just I'll get up. I'll, when the church comes in the altar, I'll just get up and move up just a few seats. But I won't go clear up in the front. I don't want anybody to pay much attention to me. And I, I'll just get a, a little bit closer. I won't get in real good, but I won't be out too bad. I'm going to tell you what today. There's no middle ground in this today. If you're going to get in, you're going to get in real good. Because if you're not in real good, you're not in at all. You can be a good person. You say, I'm not doing anything real bad. But let me tell you what. It, it takes more than just saying, I'm doing pretty good. You need to get in with your whole heart this morning. Uh, and so if you're not in with your whole heart, uh, get in with your whole heart. And so uh, after a while, uh, we find down here, uh, uh, there came another time and the battle was raging with the Philistines. That was where the enemy was at. And uh, one of the examples, uh, there's more battles than this, but I need to get this one. Uh, one of the battles, uh, this is down here in the 14th chapter, uh, down about 13, 14, 15th verse. Uh, David asked God, he said, uh, shall I go up against the Philistines? Uh, and God said, uh, no, uh, not right now. I'm telling you, we got to do things in God's time. Uh, I've even, before, I remember even coming to the church house when I was a transgressor, and I decided, I'm going to renew up today. Well, I didn't feel God's spirit. Uh, you can't renew up unless you feel the spirit of God. You can't get saved un unless you feel in the spirit of God. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, uh, we can try to do it on our own. We can try to do it our way. Our way doesn't work. It's got to be God's way. So God told David, said, no, I put this in my words. He said, don't go up against the Philistines right now. He said, but God said, I'll tell you what to do. He said, there's some mulberry trees over there. And he said, now you go over next to the mulberry trees. And when the Philistines come, God said, you just wait. And you just keep waiting. And he said, even though the Philistines is coming, uh, the enemy's bearing down on you. I'm putting this in my words. Uh, God said, I'll tell you what to do. You wait till you hear the sound of the goings in the top of the mulberry tree. What does sound of the goings mean? Uh, the sound of the goings. Uh, goings is defined as the army uh, making noise when it's on the march. Well, now, wait a minute, preacher. Uh, the army uh, couldn't be up in the top of the mulberry tree. God's army can. Uh, what it tells us is uh, God's spirit, uh, when it moves up high, uh, that's when you can move against the enemy. That's when we got victory. David said, okay, God. So Israel waited until the sound of the goings came in the top of the mulberry trees, and they defeated the enemy, and they, uh, the enemy had to run off. Uh, the enemy thought they were big and bad, but when God come on the scene, they had victory in God's army. God's got victory for his children. Thanks be to God which gives us the victory in Christ Jesus our Lord. I read that a little earlier. Now, you pray real hard. Let me take my time. And so, uh, praise God. I'm telling you, when the army of God is marching, it's got a special power to it. Uh, that's what is the army of God. That's God's church. Let me say to you today, I'll tell you some things that I really feel in my heart. I want you to uh, consider it and see if you fit in this. 
I believe there are some people here this morning that's lost that need to get saved. You can be a good person. Uh, you can uh, live a good life and you can have respect uh, in the community. But if you're not saved, you're not on your way to heaven. And I liked what Jeremy said this morning. When I got saved, uh, I was in the same uh, situation. I wasn't worried about the walls of Jasper or the street of gold. Uh, I wasn't worried uh, about all those beautiful things in heaven. I was worried about dying and going to hell. Listen, if you don't want to die and go to hell, and surely nobody ought to want to, but if you don't want to die and go to hell, you need to do something. You need to seek the Lord while he may be found. You need to be calling on him while he's near. He's here this morning. He's close by. And if, he, if he's touching your heart and life, you need to come to him this morning. And so he said, wait till the sound of the goings in the top of the mulberry trees. And so, and listen, and so then on over in the 15th chapter, here at First Chronicles, uh, here it says, and so they was able uh, to bring the ark back. Well, here in the 15th chapter in verse 1, said, and David made him houses in the city of David and prepared a place for the ark of God and pitched for it a tent. And then David said, none ought to carry the ark of God, but the Levites for them hath the Lord God chosen to carry the ark of God and to minister unto him forever. I'm telling you what, who can carry uh, the things of God today? Those that have been saved by the grace of God. And that's who that's talking about, uh, spiritually speaking. But David made a tent uh, to put the ark in. I'm telling you what, if you want the things of God close to you, make a place for it in your life. It's easy to get too busy. It's easy to get too distracted. It's easy to get focused on the things of the world. But if you want the things of God in your life, uh, let God help you make a place for it. And so uh, the, David made a, a tenth there. That's in the 15th chapter. And so where we read to you over in the 16th chapter, where we started out, it said, so they brought the ark of God and set it in the midst of the tent that David had pitched for it, and they offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. So he made a place for it. Uh, God blessed them to win the battle. They were able to bring the ark home. They had the presence and power of God with them like they needed. Well, listen, what good things happened out of that? And when David had made an end of offerings and uh, burnt offerings and peace offerings. He blessed the people in the name of the Lord. And he dealt to every one of Israel, both man and woman, to everyone a loaf of bread and a good piece of flesh and a flagon of wine. Uh, now, please understand, that doesn't mean alcoholic wine. Uh, uh, the word wine in the Bible, it just means the juice of the grape. Uh, wine could be uh, fermented or not fermented, uh, but non-fermented wine didn't have any alcohol in it. So uh, this this not giving people uh, authority to go out and, and, and drink booze. Uh, we're not supposed to drink alcohol. We're supposed to stay away from tea totally, not just a little bit, not a sip, not a drop. Leave alcohol alone. It's bad for you. But having said that, let me move on. He, he said here, uh, he, get, he blessed them with a loaf of bread, a good piece of flesh, and a flagon of wine. Boy, I'm telling you what, when, when we get our hearts right, uh, we can eat off of God's table. Well, I'm telling you, somebody's got their hearts right because I'm eating off of God's table this morning and I, and I can see you are too. But let's go on a little bit. And what he said down here, and he appointed certain of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord and to record and to thank and praise the Lord. And Asaph was one of those. Let me tell you something about Asaph. I jotted this down here on the edge of my Bible. If you want to read more about Asaph, uh, there are some Psalms uh, that are Asaph Psalms in the book of Psalms, uh, uh, 50, number 50, and then you can start at 73 and go all the way through 83. It says, a Psalm of Asaph. These were Psalms uh, that God gave Asaph 
Uh, he gave David to give a sound, songs of praise uh, to praise God and honor God. We need to have a song in our heart. Boy, I feel it this morning. I'm glad of what I got in my soul. I'm on my way to heaven in spite of the devil. I haven't worried about going to hell. Not one ounce, not one second since God saved me when I was 12 years old. Praise God. And so he goes on down through here. And then on that day, David delivered his first psalm to thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. It's time to say thank you, God. Well, now, how do you do that, preacher? Well, it's, we can do it verbally, and that's okay, and that's good. When you mean it from your heart, it's okay to say thank you, God. But I'm telling you what, it takes more than just lip service to say thank you, God. It's got to come from down inside. We gotta mean it. We got when we say thank you, God. It's when we do what God said. When we obey the Lord. The first time I ever really said thank you, God, is when I trusted Jesus when I was lost, and God saved my soul. I said thank you, God. Well, I'm telling you what. Since then, now let me get back to this. This come to me again. You might be here and you might mean well and you might be a nice person, but are you taking time out for God? Uh, do you come to church like y'all to? Uh, do you live like y'all to? Uh, do, you, do you take time to pray, read your Bible, come to church? Do you ever tell anybody about Jesus? Listen to what it said down here. Well, I like this. Uh, uh, he anointed certain of the Levites to minister for the Lord and to uh, record and to thank and to praise God. And then down here, uh, listen to this. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. What's well, really saying thank you, God. We need to be doing that. I, and I started to say this earlier. I want to finish my sentence. I believe there are people here that's lost and need to get saved. I believe there are some people here that's been saved that needs to step out and be counted. You need to do what God said to do here. You need to thank the Lord. Maybe you need to come to the altar and repent. If you need to do that, do that. I believe there are some people here that need to join the church this morning. I believe there are some people that need to take a stand for God this morning. It goes on down through here. Now get you a song ready. I'll be coming to a close pretty soon here. He said, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. If you're lost, you need to seek him to get saved. If you're saved, you need to seek him to follow him. And then he goes on. He says, seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his face continually, not just once in a while, but continually. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. Now, let me sum up with this. Uh, go ahead and stand and get your song ready. Let me sum up with this. We all have troubles in life. We have problems. We have heartaches. We have uh, times of despair. But even in the midst of our worst times of heartache and despair, we've got more to thank God for than we've got to worry about trouble. His blessings always outweighs the problems. Now, I want to ask you today to please honor and obey God while we sing. I'm going to ask you to come right down here and let's pray and talk about this to the Lord and God will take care of things. It's time to say thank you, God. Will you come? Will you come this way and say thank you, God? Say thank you, God. I believe God wants somebody to come and thank him this morning just from your heart. You don't even have to say it verbally with words unless God tells you to, but thank him from your heart by obeying him this morning. If you've never been saved, why 
Why, why would you want to stay lost? Why would you be willing to stay lost? Maybe that's a better choice of words. I've talked to people and they say, well, I want to get saved, but I just don't know if I'm ready. When God's Holy Spirit makes you aware that you need to come, you need to come because God's ready. Obey the Lord this morning. Please come. Please come. Please come. Come right now. If you, if you need to repent and get back in fellowship with God, if you're a saved person, that's wonderful that you're saved. But are you saying, thank you, God? See, we read to you and talked to you about things. They had some troubles that took place there. They had some heartaches. Boy, they got downhearted some. But even in the midst of it, there was a lot to thank God for. God blessed them when they kept trying. You know, they had some problems along the way, but they kept on trying and trying to lean on the Lord. And finally, boy, finally it got right. They got right. God blessed them. I believe somebody needs to come pray this morning. Hold up just a minute. Hold up just a minute. We'll say a thing or two. And then before long, we'll ask for another song. With heads bowed and eyes closed this morning, let me talk to you like this. Not trying to put you on the spot or not trying to twist your arm or anything, but listen. If you're here this morning and you've never been saved and you realize that and you realize you need to get saved and you like the prayers of the church, would you just take this one step and just uh, bravely just lift your hand for just a moment? Thank the Lord for that hand. Would there be another one? Would there be another one? Just raise your hand saying, I just, I just want to get saved. I know I need to get saved. Would you just lift your hand up? And I appreciate that hand back there. Had one on this side and one on this side. Would there be another one? Well, I appreciate those that's raised their hands. I appreciate those that love you that's thinking about it. If you just feel like saying, yeah, I'll just pray for me. You don't, have to, you don't have to raise your hand real high. Just, just enough I can see it. I'll acknowledge it. I appreciate that hand. Would there be one more? Would there be one more? Okay, just keep your heads bowed and eyes closed. Just let me ask this way. If you're here this morning and you've been saved, you really know you've got a time and a place you can go back to. You know you're saved, but you're just not in the place you need to be with God. The ark's not close to you like it could be. You're not close to it like you could be. Not close to God. And you, you'd like to, you have a longing to get that joy back. And you'd like to get back where you could really feel the power of God move. Would you just raise your hand? Say, pray for me. Would there be one? Quickly. I don't see a hand. I don't see a hand for that. If there is, I'm just missing it. Okay, let me, let me make this one last request of you. If you're here and there's a spiritual need in your life, and maybe I haven't explained it just the way it feels to you, but you know there's a need and you want God's help, would you just raise your hand? Anybody? Anybody? Okay, raise your heads up and open your eyes. In just a minute, we're going to sing again, but, but boy, my heart's, my heart's really thrilled and burdened both I'm thrilled that I've got burdens in my heart and I'm thrilled that we're all here and I'm, I'm thrilled that God's moving powerfully now if there's something you need to pray about please come while we sing this next song
We'll not try to make you do anything. Not going to try to twist your arm. Not going to try to do anything that bothers you or offends you or embarrasses you. Heaven forbid. But would you just come? Somebody needs to come, surely. Please come. Come and let's just pray about it. Why not? Why not? Please obey the Lord. appreciate those songs and your kind attention and prayers. I feel like I've gone as far as I can and need to. But uh, anybody else got something on your heart, something you need to say or do, follow the Lord. If not, just be seated for a minute and we'll have the announcements. be a ladies night out February the 18th uh, dinner and Isaac's concert there's a sign up in the lobby uh, and that will be $35 and you can see Sister Brittany uh, we will be having a, a New Year's Eve service is that going to start at 6? 7 it's going to start at 7 we're going to have one service uh, we will not it's on Saturday night this year so we will not be having a second service and staying through uh, midnight We'll have a service that starts at 7. Uh, Brother Lee and Sister Brandy's uh, kids are going to get baptized that night. Brother Jordan Martin is going to be uh, preaching for us. So remember that. Uh, look forward to that. Uh, and a week from tonight, in our regular Sunday evening service, we will be having our Christmas play. So remember that. Also want to thank everyone for your prayers for me. Uh, as I had uh, my heart cath, it all went very well. So I appreciate everyone's prayers. A lot of comments and thoughts and uh, people calling and cards and a variety of things. So thank you very much. I really appreciate all that. Appreciate you praying for me. All right. Of course, we're having Christmas play practice for Christmas play service at 3.30 until the evening service. And I got to ask Heather, is this... This was still first grade and up, right? Yeah. And um, <clears throat> December 18th, which is the Sunday of the Christmas play service, we'll have our dress rehearsal for four years old and up at four. And that's all right here. And uh, I also wanted to say thank everybody that stayed over last Sunday and practiced the song. But I wanted to reiterate, if you sing in youth group, We'd really love you to be up here with us singing that song. And it's on uh, Brother Barry. And um, is it on the church one too? Yeah, it's called This Lamb is His Lamb. Taylor starts it out. So if you see that, practice it at home. Last Sunday it was a little bit rough. I didn't know Terry was going to talk about foyer mats for 30 minutes in the <laughs> business meeting. So. <laughs> and so it made it hard for everybody to stay after. But we did stay after and we learned our... We learned it pretty much. And, uh, but please play, pray for the Christmas play service. I know 
I listened to Wednesday night service and Terry said he's really looking forward to New Year's and I am too, but I'm really looking forward to Christmas play service. I think, I think somebody can get saved. The kids did, I, I just, it was like being at a party this morning out there. They did such a good job. It was wonderful. So please pray for that. There will be snacks tonight after practice, something for them to eat before they come back into church. Did I hit everything? All right. Thanks. My announcement is for the lock-in. So um, since the New Year's, well, since New Year's Eve is on um, a Saturday night and church being the next morning, we will not be having our annual lock-in on New Year's Eve. Instead, it's going to be on New Year's Day. So that'll be Sunday, January 1st is when we're going to be having our annual lock-in. This is for ages 6th grade and up. However, if you are a younger youth and you would like to stay, you are welcome to stay as long as your parent stays the night with you. <laughs> so, um, and we are going to do it a little different this year um, since we're going to be having the Sunday morning service and then the evening service. Um, we're going to give everybody a break, let you go home, eat, go out to eat, get your clothes, whatever. And we're going to meet back here at 10 o'clock. And then we're going to stay until 5. Normally we stay until 6, but that last hour is normally a little rough for everybody. So we're just going to go home at 5. So I figured that pickup time, if you're coming to get your kid, it's not going to be any different coming at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. They're still both early. So it'll be from 10 to 5. hope I get this right. My wife's sick this morning, so she told me to get up and announce this. Uh, for the, the Christmas play, after the play, there's going to be snacks, and, and she wanted me to ask if anybody was interested in bringing uh, some snacks or finger foods or anything like that to the Christmas play. They're going to be in the fellowship hall afterwards. Well, I appreciate all those announcements and all that's exciting. I, I'm looking forward, as Barry said, looking forward to the Christmas play night as well as New Year's Eve night and all the services in between. But those, those are special events, that uh, Christmas play. And, uh, boy, we've had some dandies in the past looking back at it, and so I'm looking forward to the one that we're going to have this year. And let's, and let's do this. Uh, let's really pray for God to bless that Christmas play service. Let's pray for God to bless the New Year's Eve service. And, uh, of course, we need to pray for all our services, but that's, like I said, those are uh, just once-a-year events, and we need to really pray. Sometimes uh, people will come to those services that don't come to your ordinary, regular-time service. And so let's really be prayerful, and I appreciate everybody's done so much work. There's a lot of work that's gone into this, and people have been doing a lot of work, and I, from my heart, I want to say thank you for all the efforts and all the work that's been done. Now, anything else?
Yeah, amen. Right, amen. Well, thank the Lord uh, for that uh, testimony and praise to God, and thank thank God for doing all those things that Sister Karen was talking about, and thank thank the church for praying like they did. Someone else. Well, thank you again for being here, especially to our visitors. Thank you for coming. There was, there was folks I looked for since I came in, and boy, when I saw them, it just blessed my heart. And uh, I'm, I'm going to keep looking for you, and I'm hoping to keep seeing you. Thank you for being here. Anyone else? If not, we'll ask those that see you to stand. That's Brother Neil to ask to... Uh, blessing for the dismissal of service also for bless the offering.